0: Hello, language and culture lovers. This is Jules, your host of the All Things Iceland podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. Before I jump in, I just want to remind everyone of the giveaway that I'm doing. I announced it in last week's episode about the Cod Wars, so if you haven't listened to that yet, here are the details. In an effort to bring you even more relevant content, I'm conducting a very short survey, it will literally take you five to six minutes to complete. All the listeners that fill in the survey will be entered into an awesome giveaway. The prizes include a copy of Independent People by Haldor Laksnes, a book about the Icelandic sagas, a box of Icelandic candies, a pair of Icelandic wool mittens, and Icelandic herbal sea salt. In total, there will be seven winners. All the survey responses will be kept confidential and will not be shared with a third party. It is basically an opportunity for me to learn a little bit about who you are and what you're interested in hearing about on the show. Also, none of the prizes are sponsored. I am buying everything with my own money and will ship the prizes to anyone in the world that enters. To enter the win, go to my website from foreign to familiar.com and there's a link to a survey in the show notes of this episode and the previous one about the Cod Wars. Basically, it's a picture that says the All Things Iceland podcast giveaway, and there's a button that says click here, and you'll see that in the show notes. After completing the survey, make sure to enter your email address at the end. I'm running this giveaway until February 20th, so don't miss out on this opportunity to win some awesome Icelandic prizes. Thank you to everyone that has already filled out the survey. You have given me such valuable feedback and great ideas for future episodes. Okay, now on to the topic for this week. Akureyri, also known as the capital of the north in Iceland, is the fourth largest municipality in the country. Reykjavik, Hapnafjordur, and Kópavogur are larger. However, those three are all part of the Reykjavik area, whereas Akureyri is removed up north, so it's essentially like the second biggest urban area outside of the Reykjavik area. It is a town of about 18,500 or so, and is definitely small in comparison to Reykjavik, but it is bustling with life. The area that Akureyri is in was originally settled in the 9th century by a Norse Viking named Helgi Magri A. Vindarsson, and Magri standing for the slim, so he probably went by Helgi the slim, You don't see the name Akureri mentioned in any court records until 1562. That year, a woman was sentenced there for committing adultery. During the 17th century, Danish merchants set up their trading operations there during summer because the town has an amazing natural harbor and the surrounding area is quite fertile. Even though this area was being used by merchants and, and people were living there, it wasn't selected as a municipal charter by the Danish king until 1786. This act by the king was intended to help the town grow into an urban area. Unfortunately, it was deemed unsuccessful because the town's population didn't grow beyond the 12 people that lived there. In 1836, Akureyri lost its municipal status, but it did get it back in 1862. The town's great port conditions and agricultural region helped it to grow its population. Most people assume that the farther north you go in Iceland, the colder the weather. That is not necessarily the case for Akureyri. It is located at 65 degrees north and 18 degrees west. Even though the Arctic Circle is about 60 kilometers or so north of the town, the climate there is still quite mild and is classified as subarctic. Surprisingly, the temperatures in the summer can reach up to 25 degrees Celsius, or 77 degrees Fahrenheit, and the average temperature in the winter is 0 degrees Celsius, or 32 degrees Fahrenheit. The relatively warm climate, at this latitude, allows for the botanical gardens to flourish without greenhouses. It is in one of the longest fjords in the country, and is surrounded by beautiful mountains that reach between 1,000 and 1,500 meters high. The high mountains shield the town from strong winds. Akureyri is quite a cloudy place, and it barely sees any sunshine between November and February. However, it has much lower precipitation than in the south of Iceland. On average, it gets about one-fifth the amount of rain that Vik in Myrtald does, the popular town in the south, gets throughout the year. Akureyri was one of the three airbases used by the Norwegian-British squadron that flew Northrop N-3PB bombers during World War II. The other two airbases were in Reykjavik and Budareri. The squadron operated its flights from Akureyri from April twenty-fifth, 1941 until April fifth, 1943 they also operated Catalina flying boats from the town. These boats protected convoys between the U.S., the U.K., and Murmansk in northern Russia from attack by German submarines. As mentioned in a previous podcast episode about Haldor Laksnes, many Icelandic people started moving from the countryside in Iceland to the urban areas in the 20th century. While commerce and service industries were the most popular employers in Akureyri in the 20th century, The fishing industry started to dominate in the early 21st century. As I had mentioned earlier in this episode, Akureyri has amazing port conditions. What I mean by that is their harbor remains ice-free all year long, which is incredible and convenient for fishing merchants. This town is home to two out of the five largest fishing companies in Iceland. The ice-free port certainly has played a role in that. Additionally, the largest brewery in Iceland, Vívefettl, and Shukrahus Akureyri, one of the two major hospitals in Iceland, are headquartered in Akureyri. If you're planning to visit Akureyri, I highly recommend it. I had the pleasure of going there last December, and it was absolutely lovely. One random fact that I'll throw in that kind of made me fall in love with this town is that all of the red lights in the town are in the shape of hearts. I heard they originally started it one winter, but it was kind of a pain to change the shapes back just to a regular circle like all other red lights in the country. So they just decided to keep it. And I just think that's really amazing that when you sit at a red light, you're actually happy because you're seeing a heart (laughs) shape in red staring back at you. So there's just something about even just being in the town, even if you don't spend that much time, that makes it appealing. Enough of that random, <laughs> that random fact in the middle of the episode. But you might be wondering how you can actually get to this place. And the good news is that you have a decent amount of options. If you own or rent a car in Iceland, you can easily drive there on Route 1, the main road that goes around the country. It takes about five hours to get there by car from Reykjavik. However, you can also take a flight, a bus, or get there by boat. There are some people who have cycled there, but of course, I feel like that's a more extreme case, and the majority of people aren't going to do that. The town is home to one of the four international airports in the country. Air Iceland Connect has several flights per day from Reykjavik to Akureyri, and it only takes about 30 minutes for the flight. During the summer, you will see cruise ships docked there and a decent amount of tourists roaming around. Bus number 57, operated by Straito. Goes from Reykjavik to Akureyri, and SBA Norðurlæti also has buses between those two places in the summer. Once you get to Akureyri, there is plenty to see and do. Whether you go in the summer or winter, you definitely won't be bored. I have created lists of things that you can do in the summer, winter, and all year, and I split them up that way because I think it is the best way to help you plan what to do and see during your visit, no matter when you come. So to start off, during the summer, you can enjoy the beautiful hiking trails in the area, go to the Acurera Vaca Festival held in August each year. It is the culmination of the Summer Festival, or Lista Summar, that runs from mid-June to the end of August. Visit Hrise Island, which is nicknamed the Pearl of Eya Fjordur, which is the fjord that Akureyri is located in. About 120 people live on this island, and it is a bird sanctuary because there are no natural predators that live there. So if you're into bird watching or just want to be basking in beautiful nature, definitely take a visit to that island. You can walk around the stunning botanical garden in Akureyri. It is home to 400 indigenous plants to Iceland and more than 7,500 foreign ones. Whale watching is very popular activity, especially during the summer. You can golf at the Yardar Golf Course. It is the most northerly 18-hole golf course in the world. You can walk, hike, mountain bike or picnic in Kjarnaskogur. This is a forest that is south of Akwereri and is Iceland's most visited forest. Over the last 50 years, over 1 million species of trees have been planted there. You can also take a step back in time at the medieval trading weekend at Gausir in July. According to the... Festival website, the villagers are dressed in medieval costume and can be seen demonstrating medieval crafts, spinning wool, wood carving, tanning, blacksmithing, and much more. Shows of medieval sword fighting are held each day, and members of the public can join in with medieval ball games and archery. During winter, you can visit the Yola Garden, or Christmas Garden. Granted, it is available to visit in the summer, but I feel like it's more magical and interesting in the winter. But that's just my opinion. You can go skiing at Llíðarfják. It is a popular destination for Icelanders to go skiing in the north. Of course, there's cross-country skiing on nearby trails that maybe you might have hiked in the summertime. You can hunt for the northern lights. There's even a dog sledding tour up there. And one other suggestion is witness or participate in AK Extreme. This event is described as the following on their website. AK Extreme is a four-day festival with events scheduled at Mount Hlida Fyatl and in downtown Akureyri. For the main event, we construct a terrifying big jump by setting up 15 shipping containers from AIMSKIP smack dab in the middle of town. This winter, alongside the traditional burn jib session in downtown Akureyri, we have the Origo Downhill Competition at Mount Hlida Fyatl on Thursday. Last year's edition saw over 7,000 spectators turn out to enjoy this sketchy huck fest that is the Aim, skip big jump competition in the center of Acquadere. It also says on the website that in order to participate in such an event, you have to be invited, and it normally takes place in April. If you're curious about that event, whether you want to see it, or maybe one of the people who gets invited, you can check out the link to the website on in the show notes of this episode. In the all-year category, you can visit the town's museums and historical buildings, bathe in the local swimming pool, drink beer from the local breweries, Viking and Calte, visit the Akureyri Church, eat delicious food with local ingredients made by locals, relax in a beer bath. Yes, they have a spa that uses old beer in which you bathe in. Apparently it's very good for your skin And, yeah, it's totally up to you. I've never bathed in beer before, but I am contemplating it. I mean, why not? You can also be Icelandic and have some amazing ice cream at Brynja Ice Cream Shop. It is known all around Iceland. there is a shop in Reykjavik, but it originated, the Brynja Ice Cream Shop originated in Akureyri. And they even have vegan ice cream. You can listen to awesome tunes at Graini also known as the Green Hat. This is a place for local music in the area. It's easy to drive out to Miva and Goldafos waterfall to enjoy the spectacular nature there. You can enjoy a stroll around Potlarin, a pond south of the city center that is home to swans and ducks. It is also where many of Akureiri's oldest homes are. It is a quite picturesque location no matter the time of year. Aquaredi is also home to one of the largest libraries in the country, so you can explore that. Or you can see a show or exhibit at the Hof Cultural Center. This is not an exhaustive list, but it is certainly a great start for anyone that is planning a visit during any time of the year. The list and links to all the activities and places that I have mentioned are in the show notes of this episode on my website from foreigntofamiliar.com. Now that you've learned some about Akureyri's history, what to do, and how to get there, I'm going to move on to the random fact about Iceland. And of course, the random fact has to do with Akureyri. So as of recently, meaning January 24th, 2019, the town's official name has changed. It is now Akureyrarbair, or town of Akureyri when translated into English. It used to be Akureyrar Køypstadur, which is essentially the buying place of (laughs) Akureyri. It was given the latter name by the Danish king because it was selected as an official place for merchant business. The funny part is that everyone has been calling the town Akureyrar Bayr for a long time, but it has now officially changed the name. Also, this won't have any effect on anyone visiting who's a foreigner because most people just call the town Akureri when speaking in English. So for the Icelandic word of the day, I decided to make it the most obvious word, which is Akureri, which translates into sandbank field. So Akur meaning field, Eri meaning sandbank. And I'll say that slowly. Akur... Even though it wouldn't seem to be from the direct translation of the name, akure was named this because it has fertile ground. Back in the day, the conditions for growing things there was excellent due to weather and yearly conditions. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the All Things Iceland podcast. As I mentioned earlier in the episode, you can enter to win some awesome Icelandic prizes after completing a short survey, literally five to six minutes. Also, if you're not interested in entering the giveaway, that's fine too. You can just fill out the survey if you want to give me some good feedback, just FYI. <laughs> so, the link to the giveaway is in the show notes of this episode on my website. Ganki thier vel to anyone who enters, which means good luck. And thaka thier kailegar ferir Slusta och tjämst bli